Greetings. My name is Vince Williams. I'm the president and CEO of the Chicago Minority Supplier Development Council. The hashtag BuyDiverse podcast, powered by the Chicago Minority Supplier Development Council, provides a voice to minority-owned businesses and entrepreneurs, as well as to corporations seeking to meet their diversity, equity, and inclusion goals strategically and intentionally. Hear the stories of certified minority-owned businesses and learn about their journeys, challenges, best practices, and successes. Also, discover Chicago MSDC's robust offerings to support business owners with certification, advocacy, connecting, and developing. Founded in 1968, Chicago MSDC is the premier organization that advances business opportunities for its certified Asian, Black, Hispanic, and Native American entrepreneurs. Contact us at www.chicagomsdc.org or bydiverse.net. This is Vince Williams, President and CEO of the Chicago Minority Supplier Development Council, and you're listening to Hashtag BiDiverse, powered by Chicago MSDC. What you can expect from our podcast, first-hand success stories, business opportunities that are within the pipeline, best practices, advocacy, mentorship, how and why companies should join us, all on WGN. So welcome to Hashtag Buy Diverse by the Chicago Minority Supplier Development Council on WGN Radio. Today, our guest is Emilia Domenko, President and CEO of the Women's Business Development Center. Amelia is well known for her contributions to leading civic and professional organizations. She currently serves on the City of Chicago Small Business Advisory Council, the State of Illinois Charitable Trust Stabilization Fund Board, Enterprising Women Magazines Advisory Board, and countless others. She's been engaged with the WBDC over the past 20 years and just eight years has been the president and CEO. Amelia, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Vince. I am so happy to be here with you today. We have partnered with CMSDC for so many years because our missions are aligned. So thank you so much for inviting me. Sure thing. It's my pleasure. And again, uh, you and I working together to provide these resources for minority and women entrepreneurs is really, really critical. Also being the certifying bodies for these respective groups. Can you talk to the listening audience about some of the programs and mission and vision of WBDC? Well, there's four things that we do together that make us very, very distinctive. And it is about the breadth of what we do and the depth of what we do. And to deliver at the level that we deliver, you need talent, experience, and capacity. You need resources. Yes. And there's four things that we do. One is the technical assistance, and that has to do with information, education, cohort-based learning, one-on-one advising. And that demand has gone up 100% during the pandemic. Certainly, 
when you have done that, then you move to capacity building, which is contracting opportunities, which we do together. And we focus, as you do, both on public and private sector contracting with our 90 partners. And we work with both buyer and seller to facilitate conversations and contracting opportunities. Once you get that contract, Vince, as you well know, you have to be able to fuel that contract. We place debt and equity, mostly debt, and we're also a direct lender. We were very active and we worked with you on one of the contracts in the distribution of over $250 million in grants in the last 12 months. And certainly what we always do together is advocate for our clients because individually they might not have a voice, but collectively they do. And we make sure that their voice is heard and we make sure that their economic impact is also heard. Yes. Yes. You're speaking some great things there, Amelia. I love that. <laughs> and, and and I also love that, again, the impact of what we've done collectively for this ecosystem of MNWBE businesses, right? Absolutely. Providing these grants, providing the, the technical assistance, the capacity building. Can you tell the listening audience a little bit more about some of the additional resources that WBDC is not only known for, but also you would like to share? That? So, um, you know, we do over uh, 200 workshops a year, as you do. Yeah. We have 12 cohort-based learning. And just like you, it's tailored to where the client is. Mm -hmm. You know, our clients, which represent 75% of our clients are minorities, 48% of those are represent the black African-American community. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, there's a correlation between some of those communities and the, the fact that they might be in LMI areas. So what what we do L- is... LMI standing for low to moderate income. Oh, sorry, low to moderate yeah, income no, areas. Right, and sure. I'm sorry to say that, but... <laughs> no, that's no, what this we're is the reality. On. That's what we're working on. Absolutely. And, you know, not only do we give them a voice, but we help them grow their businesses mm-hmm. and advocate for them to make sure that they have the ability to obtain the financing that they need so that they can create generational wealth. Love it. And, you know, that's really, you know, our mission isn't about a contract. It's about changing the trajectory of families and communities. And one of the things we know about women and minorities is it's not just about them. They really, really help those around them and and help build healthier communities. Absolutely. And I, I'm an avid believer that, you know, women, of course, are the nucleus of really what happens within these communities. And we both know that it does take a village. And so when you do have this shared resources that you're able to get to that nucleus, if you will, then that's what empowers the entire community and keeps everything going. Yeah. I, I commend, I'm glad you said it. I'm uh, glad you said <laughs> well, thank it. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Well, I commend, you know, Hetty is an incredible self-identified mentor, if you will, of mine and, uh, and all the great work that she did as a founder of WBDC. And so I'm glad that you 
you're continuing with the legacy that she's doing there herself and as well. She's as Carol. still on our board yeah. as well as her partner, Carol Dougal. Yeah. So the two of them continue to be lifelong board members and Hetty continues to provide advisory services to the center. We're very fortunate to have her. That's huge. That that that's really great. And again, it speaks to her commitment to uh mm-hmm. to helping these minority businesses continue to scale and grow and then access. Tell our listening audience about some other challenges that WBDC may have had during the pandemic. Well, you know, I spend a lot of time thinking about what good came out of it. Yeah. You know, and some of the things that we did that helped and some of the challenges that continue. So I would say some of the positive impacts is everyone realizes today that being able to function in a multi-channel environment is critical. Mm-hmm. Another positive is while we've been in the WBDC has been in this business for 35 years and CMSDC has been in this business even longer. Yeah, 54 um, years to be exact. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Finally, people realized, you know, what we do and why what we do is important to fill identified gaps yeah. in our community. So the third, because they um, exist. I think they exist. Oh yeah, and oh they yeah. Need to but, be but you know what? It, there were no new problems. They were the, what the pandemic did is put a spotlight on them. Ah, I love that. Analogy. That's what I think. But these aren't new. It's just that it was exacerbated by the pandemic. Sure. I do think one of the positive, the third positive impact was. People realize the value of quick decisioning to pivot. And small businesses are much more agile. But, you know, quick decisioning on how to pivot really saved a lot of smaller businesses. And I think the fourth benefit that I see from where I I sit is that large and small businesses realize why risk assessments, business continuity plans, and disaster recovery plans are critical in good markets so that you're always prepared. I would say that the ongoing challenges for the community at large are, Mm -hmm. particularly the city proper, city of Chicago proper, is there's a mismatch right now between open job positions and talent because um, moms have left the workforce, people have decided to retire, people have moved Mm -hmm. to different places, mountains or the lakeshore, whatever whatever makes them happy, Mm -hmm. and they've reassessed their lives so I think that that's a big issue, that we have open positions and they're not matched with the talent that's available. So we need to do more to match that, the people that are unemployed with the jobs that are opening. So helping um, with the skill, of, the skill set, providing the skills, yeah, the necessary skills absolutely. for it to be a win-win and to be successful for both. Right? Absolutely. I think some of our most precious neighborhoods have lost businesses. And we got to figure out how to bring more businesses to those neighborhoods. And I think the third challenge, which has always existed, but the pandemic, from my perspective, really put a spotlight on that. Mm-hmm. And that is why safe, affordable, quality child care is essential for people to go to work, 
and for people to run their business. We've been in the child care business, the business side of it, for 23 years. It is the hardest money that we have to raise to put resources to help business owners. And now you have Elizabeth Warren at the uh, Democratic National Convention last year talking about why good child care is part of our infrastructure and important yeah. to our infrastructure. So I'm I'm just hoping that with I've never seen more attention being paid to it. And the reason is people aren't going back to work because of it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm hoping that this will be a major pivot in helping parents work and more importantly than parents working is their children getting the foundation they need to be competitive and i think that is the that is what will have the longest and best impact mm-hmm. on transforming cities and communities absolutely i so agree with you and i love that you touched on really the spotlight that the pandemic has caused amelia i've been using the terms that you know this has caused us to essentially do a reset like what you do to mm-hmm. your computer when it, you know, it overheats or anything there. Mm-hmm. But this reset has also caused us to retool, reimagine, and then ultimately revive our lives, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then this transformation, too, that you're speaking on, this transformation of the work environment, of what the actual workforce looks like, and then how we can sustain. And then knock on wood that we don't, you know, have to deal with this new variant that's out there, right? And and experience this whole disruption again, <laughs> you know, of what could happen, you know, with, with some type of disruption or a pandemic happening. But if you don't mind telling the listening audience, where are the areas that WBDC operates as they seek to find uh, more about some of the available resources that you have on the technical assistance capacity building and even direct lending options? Mm-hmm. How would they find that out? Well, I'd like everyone to go to our website, which is WBDC.org, and the resources that we provide within the state of Illinois. And we serve a nine-state region as it relates to certification, Mm -hmm. contracting, and capacity building. But in northern Illinois, we have much more programming for startup and emerging businesses. We provide a lot of more workshops. And the reason is that within the state of Illinois, we operate the only two women's business centers, We have three sites for small business development centers. Uh, One is in Little Village. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other is in Richton Park. Mm -hmm. And then one is at our headquarters at 8 South Michigan. We also operate a procurement technical assistance center with a host organization. And while the principal services are offered at headquarters we do a lot virtually and we go into the in the various communities also to provide our services and we're an international trade center and i have to tell you the demand in the last year mm-hmm. for how to export and how to use that for capacity building has been huge has been huge it it far exceeded i knew there was 
an unmet demand, but it even exceeded my expectations yeah. on, on what that demand was. So please, we're doing so much virtually. We also have an online on-demand library, which all the webinars that we do, uh, and you can access it through our website. All the webinars we offer are recorded. Mm-hmm. So anywhere, anywhere in the world, frankly, we have people from all over the world that are accessing our online on-demand uh, library. And um, it's, it's offered at no cost. Ah, that's phenomenal. That was going to be my next question, Amelia, for the listening audience. So all of the resources, the webinars, the content, the SBDC centers, the technical assistance, capacity building, all of that at no cost for those that are looking in. What about some of these uh, other strategic partners, similar to myself, that would like to support the WBDC? How would they go about that? Well, we, as you well know, um, (laughs) we partner where we can. I think the greatest You know, I didn't mention this earlier Mm -hmm. because it's about us, but it is about how we collectively serve our clients. Mm -hmm. One of the benefits that came out of the pandemic because we had to move fast is community organizations, government entities came together to leverage our individual strengths Mm -hmm to deliver for the communities that we were serving. Work smarter, and, not harder, right? Right. Yeah. Honest to God, I, you and I were part of an effort with Cook County, mm-hmm. and, and we, we were part of other efforts, but I'm going to talk about the Cook County one. Yeah. It was uh, orchestrated by Cook County, and we had 35 partners we worked with to make sure that technical assistance and grant distribution was provided. And readily available. Because the city did a great job in the distribution of grants, and the state did, the county really focused on the grant portion of it, just in suburban Cook, because they wanted to make sure that everybody had equal access to a lot of the CARES Act money that was further distributed by these major uh, metropolitan areas. Mm -hmm. But the technical assistance was for all of Cook County. And these 35 organizations came together to make sure that we reached every, every part of the county. And you, you see in the results, Mm -hmm. The gender distribution, the racial distribution, the ethnic distribution, just how far-reaching our collective work was. Yeah, the impact that we made with that was phenomenal, right? Yep, yep, yep. And and knowing, again, the communities that we serve, the various diverse communities, if you will, that we deserve, and uh, and then be providing those resources, again, so that they're able to sustain. It, It was a phenomenal feeling. And I'm glad that we were able to do that together. And so I like that you yeah. highlighted to this club. I, I hope I, I think it's going to continue. I yeah? think it's going right. to continue. Well, count me uh, principally, in. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, principally, I think principally, uh-huh. not just because we, the direct service providers, think it's in our collective best interest to achieve our missions, but I think the funders realized this is operationally efficient. Yeah. We're not we're not duplicating the no. services we're providing. We're leveraging all the services that are available. You're absolutely right. 
I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, this is phenomenal information, Amelia. I am so grateful and so thankful that you uh, have come on to the Hashtag Biodiverse podcast to share some of, again, the incredible partnerships and resources that, that WBDC and Chicago MSDC are working together. Any parting words for our listening audience? What's on the horizon for WBDC? Uh, any uh, new initiatives that you're launching uh, as we reemerge back into the, the to the workplace and the, the, the separation of life and work again, right? <laughs> well, uh, first I want to say thank you for this opportunity. We have had so a long history and that history is going to continue. We look forward to working with you. What I'd like to share with your listeners is that the American Recovery Act Mm -hmm. is going to be distributing technical assistance and grant dollars in the next 12 months. So we, we are going to be working hard with you Vince, to make sure that as these dollars become available, that all of our clients know how to apply and we help them apply. Outstanding. So I, I would say that the Biden administration understands that we're still in recovery. Mm-hmm. This is a critical time to make sure that our economy grows for everybody. And I look forward to working with you to make sure that we communicate these opportunities and help our clients and really the community at large to pursue this funding that's going to be distributed through the administration, through both the state, the city, and the county. All right. Phenomenal. Well, this is outstanding. and It's also extremely exciting, right, to know that this is on the horizon. And so, Amelia Domenico, President and CEO of Women's Business Development Center right here in Chicago, thank you so much for being on the Hashtag Biodiverse show and sharing this information. I'm sorry, please go ahead. Just thank you, Finn, and thank all your colleagues. Sure thing. Thank you again. And to find out more information about what the WBDC has on the horizon, you can access their information at WBDC.org. That's WBDC.org. Amelia Domingo, thank you. Becoming a strategic partner with Chicago Minority Supplier Development Council puts you in front of other corporations like Allstate, United, AT&T, Walgreens, Northern Trust, AbbVie, and McDonald's. Some of our national members include Amazon, Facebook, Coca-Cola, Worldwide Technologies, and others. Hi, this is Vince Williams, and you're listening to Chicago MSDC Minute. The 2021 Dolores Saxton Walker Scholarship Classic will be held on Monday, August 16, 2021, at White Eagle Golf Course in Naperville. Every year, the Chicago MSDC invites local minority business enterprises, corporate members, and advocates of supplier diversity to join our fundraising efforts to support school scholars and provide an excellent opportunity to network with new and familiar faces. This scholarship goes to a Chicago public school student, and it's awarded the Dolores Saxton Walker Scholarship Fund. It offers these stipends to grow certified minority business enterprises, attending Northwestern University's Kellogg School of Business, and NMSDC's Executive Management Program. 
To find out more information about the 2021 Dolores Saxton Walker Scholarship Classic that's held on Monday, August the 16th at White Eagle Golf Course in Naperville, sponsorship opportunities, or to register for foursome, contact us at www.chicagomsdc.org. been listening to Hashtag By Diverse, powered by the Chicago Minority Supplier Development Council on WGN Radio. www.chicagomsdc.org.